Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Trust and Believe. I'm your host, Sean T. And today, I am going to enhance your ability to trust and believe and believing in yourself when you are all alone. I had such an amazing trip. I had so many revelation and inspirational moments that came from within, and I want to share them with you. And a big part of that came about my relationship with food. Get ready to trust and believe. Somebody say it again. What's up? better than Oprah. Come on, y'all. This is Sean T, and it's time to trust and believe. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? Okay, first and foremost, I'm going to jump right in. I'm going to talk about how important it is to find alone time. Now, I want you to sink into this for a little bit because a lot of people, when they grow up or when they're going to therapy or even in times today, when they're going to work or they could be married or they could have a lot of friends, a lot of people are so afraid of being alone. You have no idea. So about, I would say a week ago, once I got back, my kids were at the playground and they were playing and... Just, you know, being kids, it was after soccer practice. There were a bunch of kids on the playground. And then all of a sudden, Sander comes up to Scott and I, and he starts crying. He's like, nobody wants to be my friend, and I'm all alone. And, you know, as a parent, your heart immediately breaks. You're just like, oh, my goodness. So then we just start asking him questions like, why are you alone? Why do you feel like no one's playing with you? And, you know, and walking him through these steps. But eventually we say, you know, sometimes it's good to play by yourself because you don't necessarily have to share things. You can do whatever you want. You can be creative. And then we kind of worked him back into how to get back into the group to play. We say, hey, well, did you go up and ask anyone like, hey, guys, I want to play with you. And he was like, no. Eventually, he did it. The kids started playing with him and everything was fine. But it really made me think about the trip that I just came off of and realizing how so many people are afraid to be alone, or even me in my past, when I would hide in a closet and being alone was such a horrific thing. And it just created so much angst and, and anxiety and sadness in my soul when I was alone, that being alone for a long time was super scary to me. But going on this trip was absolutely fantastic. And I just want to say, if you have the means, the finances, the time, it is so important for you to try to take a solo trip, whether it's just a night at an Airbnb or bed and breakfast, even if it's a day, to try to spend a day and a night 
by yourself so you can be one with yourself and you will find out so many amazing things. But for me, I decided to go on a trip to the other side of the world, 18 hours ahead of my my own time zone uh, to another country. And it was amazing. So I just want to kind of give you guys a start. So for the past couple of years, as I'm growing into my, you know, growing more into my career, trying to figure out what I want to do with my life, you know, past 45 and beyond, and just kind of navigating through what I like to call that middle age man. I don't really think 45 is middle age, but there is definitely a mental switch and shift and dynamic change that happens in people's lives around this age. And as I'm doing that, I'm starting to look at things. I'm starting to be very aware and intentional of the things I either see on social media or conversations I have or experiences I have, or for me, even if I'm just doing something alone. And so what I've realized over the past couple of years, while I'm getting a massage, I am actually meditating. I'm going in and out of this, you know, cycle of positive thoughts. I just realized for me, physical touch is my love language and it calms me down so much. And I just remember a few years ago when I was going through a lot of health anxiety and really stressing, I started meditating. And so I started using those meditation practices when I was getting massaged. It was very explosive for my mindset and just my ability to find peace. So my reason for wanting to go on this trip initially is because I said, you know what, I want to get some experience in body work and massage and do something different and learn a different craft. And when I really came to the point that I really wanted to do it, I talked to Scott about it. And I was a little nervous talking to Scott because he and I traveled together for the last almost 13 years, almost everywhere. Yeah, there's been a couple of times where, you know, he's gone here and I've gone here, but never for nine days away from each other where one person is, you know, gone. And so initially I thought he was just kind of kind of be like, oh, you know, that's a little too long or that's a little too far or the kids. And I thought there was going to be some not barriers to work through, but just, you know, some deeper conversation about whether or not I should do this alone. But he was immediately like, absolutely. And it's not because, you know what I mean, I get on his nerves. <laughs> he really is just an incredibly supportive spouse. And we kind of have that type of relationship. We are growing into the people we're growing into. And we do believe that we should grow individually together, meaning if there's parts of life that I want to experience or vice versa that he wants to experience that we're not necessarily interested in, we're literally like, go try it, see, you know, what it brings you, see what happiness it brings to you. Or maybe you're like, oh my gosh, that was a big mistake, but we don't want to deny the other person the ability to have a great human experience. And so when he said, absolutely, you should go, it was such an incredible moment because I know that my massage workshop was only going to be kind of like two and a half days, but I was going to have all this other time to fill. And that's where the first part of me being alone in a new space started to take shape and started to have really, or I started to be really uh, cognizant and obviously intentional in my planning of, wow, being alone, the inception of this is actually really really fun because there's a blank canvas. Because when you go on a vacation with your friends or your spouse, you are all trying to plan a trip that's going to be really great for each other. And then you're trying to 
plan alone time if you're with another couple or vice versa. And it, it's also a really great time if you pick the right people to go with. But most of the time you're planning around other people. And this is the first time where I was like, wow, I am planning this entire trip completely around anything and everything that I wanted to do. And you know what I did? Besides my massage retreat, I didn't make one plan at all. I realized that in my life, I'm kind of constantly on a schedule. Like I wake up, I'm with my kids, and then I go to the gym, and then I come back, I do some work, or I record a podcast, or I get on a meeting, and then I'm like, okay, I need some recovery. And I realize that my day is like boom, 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 which I kind of set up my day that I actually enjoy my day. But I was like, I'm not going to have a schedule. I'm going to go. I'm going to land in Sydney, Australia, and I'm going to have nothing to do, meaning like no obligations. So what was really great about that is I was able to fly to Los Angeles. I was able to do a little um, what I like to call retail therapy before I <laughs> went on my trip. I was able to get my nails done and I'm walking around and I like I actually feel like I'm doing something wrong, which is really kind of the craziest thing because most of my personal kind of personal days are it's still scheduled. It's like go to massage, go to hyperbaric therapy. It's still, you know, very regimented. It's not just like, oh, well, I just got done eating. Your flight's still seven hours away. Oh, I'm just going to, I just started walking around Santa Monica. I, uh, I saw a nail salon. I was like, okay, I'm just going to go into this nail salon. And so what that started to do immediately is the everyday stress. And I, I'm not under high stress right now in my life, but that everyday stress just started to just like filter away, even to the point when I finished getting my nails done, I was like, oh my gosh, like what time is it? And I realized like, I don't have to jump into an Uber to get back to where I parked my car because I had walked for so long. I was like, I can literally take my time and walk back and just relax. Like I have nothing to do. And Scott was like, I'm, I'm texting him and he's like, can you just like, you know, I'm sure in his head, he's like, just go and enjoy your time, you know? So anyway, just the inception of just getting started on my trip was just like mind blown. I was just like, wow, like there's a sense of freedom that's happening. Make a long story short, I get on the airplane, I'm, you know, relaxed. I sleep for, I don't know, like nine hours and I land in Sydney and I got to my hotel. I land at 6 a.m. and I got to my hotel around 8. And I land at 7. I got my hotel around 8.30. And because of jet lag and a little bit of that, like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Or what do I have to do? I was just kind of like, I was like, oh my gosh, it's 8.30. Like I can just go eat breakfast. And it was, then I ate breakfast and I went to my room and I was, you know, relaxing. And it was like 12 o'clock. And I was just like thinking it's like 7 p.m. even in my body, but more of like, oh my gosh, like I have something to do. And I'm like, it's not even, it's almost 12 o'clock. I'm like, you have the whole day left to do whatever you want. So I started researching and I was like, I'm just going to go to a random gym. I found a goals gym in Sydney. And I was just like, I'm just going to go here. This is going to be fun. Anyway, so my trip, the first part of that was just like this incredible uh, feeling of being alone and literally doing whatever I wanted to do. And it sounds so elementary, but it was so impactful and so empowering to the point where I just started walking everywhere. I was just like, I'm just going to walk. I'm going to think, you know, some things that I don't do, especially when I'm home here in the U.S., you know, I don't go up to strangers and say, hey, you know, can you take my picture? Or 
I, I walk up to strangers. I'm sitting down in restaurants. I'm talking to people. I'm at the gym. I'm randomly talking to people because I'm like, while there are people in Australia that know who I am, I'm like, these people don't know me. I'm literally just another person. And it was just like, it was just really fantastic and really special. And the first part of this podcast is just me wanting to let you know that if you get a chance to be alone, to create your own space, to sit in your own energy, it really enhances your mental health. It connects you one with yourself, which is so fantastic because I believe that when we wake up in the morning, the first thing we do is think about what we have to do for our kids, for our job, for our spouse. Even if you're, you know, you work out every day, you're just constantly, you wake up in this, what I like to call like a race. You're like, I have all these hurdles to complete by the end of the day. And so try to do something where even if you create these hurdles, it's hurdles full of whatever it is that you want to do. And a day or week or however long you go full of absolute enjoyment and absolute fun and and allow yourself to be allowed to actually have that moment and enjoy it. Because there's also this feeling that I felt kind of throughout my trip, but I was throwing it away in my meditative state is... I can't feel guilty about this. I would not I wouldn't feel necessarily guilty about Scott, but I would feel a little guilty about being away because of my kids. And a lot of parents out there know, even if you go on a date night, if you go on a, a little weekend getaway with your friends or your spouse, you kind of feel guilty. Like, I should be taking care of my kids. I should be there for my kids, especially if they send you messages like, I miss you, Papa. But what they don't understand and where you will understand is that time alone actually refuels your energy to go back. You now have stories to tell them. You obviously miss them. Like you stepped away. They're going to have stories to tell you. Sometimes time apart actually creates more synergy, synergy with either your spouse or your kids because then you have more to talk about. Because a lot of times, this is the other thing with traveling alone. Think about this. And when it comes to family, I think a lot of times we take our our friends and our family, we take them for granted. We absolutely do. We're like, they're going to be there. You know, I know Scott is going to make the bed in the morning. Like, (laughs) I don't make the bed in the morning. I get up an hour and 15 minutes before him. But I know after I get the kids up and I do all this stuff, I know that I'm going to come back into my room and 99.999% of the time, the bed is going to be made. And so a lot of times we just kind of take for granted that person or those things that we have. Whereas when you actually get time apart, you kind of like grow a little bit in your own space and you come back and the conversations are different and the conversations are better. And even though I was in a hotel and then I was eventually in an Airbnb after I got back and Scott made the bed, I was like, wow, like it just, it was just something that I really appreciated about it that I didn't necessarily think of prior to leaving. I was just like, this is just what we do and this is like the roles we have and i was just like wow like i stayed in a hotel and like someone made the bed i was like but my husband actually does that every single day you know it's just like those kind of things that you kind of really appreciate when you can kind of step away hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So the second thing I want to talk about is food on the road. So I know a lot of people are, I mean, there's plenty, everybody is just worried about food all the time. I get it. Even though I have a great relationship with food now, like I'm food prepping. It's very specific, even though I'm I'm eating and I'm not starving. And, you know, I, like, again, I have a great relationship with food. Food is awesome. Food is definitely on the top of pretty much everyone's mind, especially those of us who travel, who are into fitness or you're traveling and you just like food, but you're still like, all right, I like food. I can't eat too much. I can't eat too little. But just some of the like the basic things that I found out about food when I'm traveling. One thing that's really, really important, whether you have a lot of allergies or not, I found that when I was searching foods to eat that I didn't normally eat every day, I was able to experience different restaurants, experience different taste buds, and experience different healthy options. So, you know, I love Greek food. So I was like, oh, let me try this place. Let me try like something Greek. And just like in another country, which is not Greek, but you're just like finding different ways to eat and you're finding like different portions. And I do believe that because I was on the road and I'm sticking to my nutrition plan for the show that I have coming up, I was just like really enjoying the food. I was enjoying the moment. And then the next day, you know, I have, they call them cheat days. I call them treat days. I have treat days. And I was able to go to this really cool kind of like dive bar and they had grass fed burgers and they made their French fries in house. And I was just like, wow. And the portions are great. And I was like, this is, this is really cool. I was like, okay, so I'm eating my healthy food at breakfast. I'm finding different places to eat. I'm, I'm managing my, my portion. And I'm not talking about like portion control. It's just like, I have to eat a lot. So for me, I'm like, oh, I'm getting this. My taste buds are feeling good. Even when I'm having my fun foods, I'm like, wow, this is, it's just really amazing. And so what I want to say is like, when you're out and you're traveling, while food can get pretty expensive, I will say, food can get pretty expensive, but you are able to just kind of manage and try new things. Because again, when you're home, you know your grocery store, you know if you're a person that orders food out to eat every night, not every night, but most nights, or if you know your your local pizza shop or whatever, you kind of know. You're like, okay, I know what I'm going to get. But when you're away, you're like, I don't know what I'm going to eat. And I'm experiencing all these new things. And then when I'm able to come home, like I had the food prep yesterday. I had the food prep and I was thinking of all the foods that I ate. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I'm going to try this sauce. I'm going to try to season my food like that when I eat it. Just being able to do different things to change up your nutritional habits. Well, your nutritional habits stay the same, but just changing up the food that you eat so that you can start to enjoy your food and do some different things. And which brings me to in bodybuilding, you eat so much food that sometimes you don't want to eat. Like sometimes I sit there and I, I keep food in the side of my mouth and I'm just like, this is absurd. Like you'll probably see me this week or you'll probably see me if you follow my my stories between now and my show. Like I will take all of the food that's in my container for that food. I will blend it up. I will just add an egg to it and I will pour it in the pot. I mean a pan and I'll just make a pancake or it looks like, you know, a burger, but you just figure it out. But anyway, so when I was away, I was able to just see different foods, see different things, figure out how to season stuff. And it was all also 
really healthy. And like I said, you all know that I have a much better relationship with food. I just remember whether I'm traveling or when I was home, I would just say, oh, I'm going to eat a really small breakfast. I'm going to eat like like egg whites and I'm just going to eat a cantaloupe and I'm going to have like this small amount of breakfast. And now my mind is completely flipped. I'm like, I'm eating all this food food to fuel my body for my workout. And I'm going to, it's going to like kickstart my day. Now I'm not saying that you shouldn't intermittent fast. There's a lot of people out there who do intermittent fasting. I'm still a big believer in it. It really helps you with so many benefits. We actually, I've actually done a couple podcasts here. Um, so there's so many benefits to that as well. And you can still do bodybuilding and do your fasting. However, I'm just saying that the relationship with food is just so important. And when you're traveling, you're able to experience some fun things, but you're also gathering kind of food education so you can come back season things a little differently, cook things a little different, differently, try something new that you never tried before. That's also going to aid and benefit in the overall health of you. All right. So the next thing I want to talk about, which is really the catalyst to why I actually went on this trip, which is learning a new skill. We do what we do. You do what you do. I do what I do. Your spouse, your parents, you know, everyone does, has their career or their craft or something that they're really passionate about that they do every single day. And, you know, what's really interesting and it's a good thing is that we actually brag about, oh, like for me, I'm like, I literally have been in the fitness industry. Like I started teaching a quarter of a century ago, like 25 years. Like how freaking dope is that? For me, it's amazing because I remember being in high school and a teacher has been like, I've been teaching for 25 years or like a high school teacher would uh, retire because they were teaching for 30 years. And I was just like, you know, at 15, 16, 17 years old, like you can't even imagine what 30 years is like. And now I'm, you know, 25 years into my career. But with that said, there's some things that happen as you go deeper into your career and you become confident, you're really great. And that's like, you want to try something new. I just remember when Serena Williams became a nail technician, people would be like, oh my God, why is Serena becoming a nail technician? I'm like, that's because she wants to. Like, she wants to learn something new. Like, if she's playing tennis every single day of her life, she's like mastered that. She has the highest accolades that you could get from it. Similar to me, I've done, I've done everything in fitness that I could possibly want to do so far. And while, yeah, I'm trying to like enhance that and still change that, I'm like, but there's, I need something new. So for me, getting experience in body work and massage was just something that I wanted to do. And I absolutely loved the experience. So while doing that, though, I did something that was extremely outside of my comfort zone, like so far outside of my comfort zone that I'm still patting myself on the back that I actually did it. Well, there's a couple of things. One, I'll tell you a little later into the show, but this <laughs> one, I'll tell you now. So whenever I go somewhere, I'm always like, if it's, even if it's Scott and I, which is most of the time, you know, I only stay in an Airbnb with people that I know. Like, I have to know you. I have to like you. I have to, you know, really know who you are. But I went to a massage retreat and I stayed in the house with five other people that I did not know. Five other guys that I did not know. I'm I'm the kind of person that's like, I need my own bathroom. I like to have my stuff in the kitchen. I like to, I like to have a car and go and come as I want to. I had none of that stuff. Like I had none of that. It was just like everybody's here. We're in the house. And so I'm in this room and I'm killing all these bugs. Now, 
I'm not about killing bugs, but if you're going to bite me, like if you're a mosquito or if you're just like some bug that I've never seen before, like I'm not trying to get a piece of paper and like let you back out the door. I mean, the room was full. I know this sounds so crazy, but the room was full of them. And I was like, oh my gosh, like Scott is not here. I'm not going to run to these guys and be like, could somebody come get all these bugs? So I did it. I was like so proud of myself. And I just was like, I literally walked around the room probably 50 times. I was looking at the walls. I was looking behind the bed. I was looking everywhere to get these bugs out. So there were bugs. There were lots of other people in the house. It was just just things that I typically would never do. And I just was, I just said to myself, you're here and just really engulf yourself in the experience. And that's what I did. You know, we had breakfast every morning. You know, I was able to walk to get coffee. And a lot of times I like walking by myself, but it was a couple of days where I walked with someone. We had the massage retreat, which was absolutely fantastic. I had no car. I couldn't go wherever I wanted to come and go like I want to. But I just said to myself, you know what? Like, this is the experience. This is something brand new that you would never do. It was literally the cutest beach house that you would ever stay in. But it was also, it was pretty old. And it's like, if I was choosing Airbnbs, it's not an Airbnb that I would have chose. But I'll tell you, I called Scott one day. I FaceTimed him and I was like, I would like love to bring our kids like to this particular Airbnb until I told him about the bugs. He was like, oh, no, no. I was like, well, something like this. Because again, just like I was talking about before, how we can kind of take our relationships and our day in and day out for granted. You know, I think we can all, a lot of times take for granted like the life that we live. And even though like life is a struggle and it can be hard, you know, Scott once told me, like, you're never going to be the prettiest. You're never going to be the tallest. You're never going to be the ugliest. You're never going to be the shortest. You're never going to be the smartest. You're, like, you're never going to be the best or the worst in the room at all times. So you have to just kind of keep going through and floating through life and, like, doing the best that you can do. So it just brought perspective. I'm like, you know, at home, I was able to build my home. I have a beautiful home. I have a beautiful family. But I was like, this is something different. This is a new experience. And I'm like... I want to experience this again. And I think that was the biggest eye opener for me. It was, oh, you can do something where you, you know, go with a bunch of strangers that you don't know. Like, I would never have done that. And you can stay in like an Airbnb that's more like wilderness and like old and, you know, and just enjoy the, the nature and the natural. And I just thought that was just like so profound. And I think it's just like really going to change just my perspective when I travel, even when I travel with, you know, Scott and my kids, because I remember showing my kids around the Airbnb on FaceTime and they were like, oh my gosh, that place is so cool. Like they didn't have a microwave. Like you had to cook everything. You had to, you had to light the stove, you know, like the trash cans were like the size of like this big. It was just like completely different than the way that I or we live here. And I just said to myself, this is great. The other thing that was really crazy that I never do is I never go outside without shoes on. And in this town, like you go into the grocery store and nobody's wearing shoes. I just remember like being a kid in Jersey and it says no shoes, no shirt, no service. And like this place over there, they're like, they don't care. Like no shoes, no shirt. You probably just came from the beach. Like if you got shoes on, you look kind of weird. Like it's, it, it was just like the complete opposite of how I grew up and the things that I'm just like innately, like just used to. And so 
it was just like a really great experience for me. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So here's the experience of all experiences. So on the last day, they were like, oh my gosh, like there's this like, there's this new beach that's really close. It's like really amazing. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I'm like in my head. And now I knew there was a new beach there and I had talked to Scott about it before, but I was like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know, I don't know. But then I was like, I'm texting Scott. And like, you guys gotta know, Scott is like the quieter of us two-ish. I mean, you've seen him on the podcast before, so you know he's a little rowdy. He's like, you're going to that new beach. Like, you're absolutely going. I was like, oh my gosh. So I'm like, we're in the car. And, you know, it, first of all, it was, when I tell you spectacular, like you drive to the beach, but where you park is like the bush, like the woods. And so you think you're just going to walk through the woods and you'll walk right out to the beach and you're walking on this, the, the, where we parked was on this cliff. And so you had to walk down and it was just like this amazing scenery, this amazing walk to a point where you came to the ocean and the, the water is as blue as blue can be. And so you start to see the beauty of where you're going. And so like my hesitance or my apprehension of going to the new beach was kind of going away because I saw like, you know, people walking up the steps and I'm like, oh, this is uh, very interesting. I'm like, a lot of people go here. <laughs> like, this is cool. So you walk out on the beach and first of all, everybody's like kind of like toward the back of the beach, not toward the water. There's some people in the water and you just like go put your stuff down. And the, here's the thing that's also really interesting. I feel like in a, in the U.S., for some reason, like the idea of being nude is just like very jarring. Where over there and even other countries I've been to, like, they're like, it's just a body. They literally are like, it's just a body. Like people are just out here, just being out here. But I was like happy to be happy to go in this other arena. So I was just like, all right, here we go. So we lay our stuff down and the guys in we are really cool. And everybody just gets undressed and we go to the water. And I'm like, I am not getting in that water because that water is cold as shit. Like I've been to Australia before, like more south. And they're like, you're getting in this water. And I was like, oh my gosh. I like make my way in. And I was like, all right, let's count to three. Like we'll get in the water. And we just like, everybody just like dives in the water. And it just became this really beautiful fantastic moment of just literally what I talk about in my book, like getting extremely uncomfortable and doing things way outside of your comfort zone. And there's something really interesting about literally being 
nude and having apprehension before and then it just becoming like normal like you're out there you're swimming with your friends you're having a good time so it just got really outside of my comfort zone i think the, another really good thing is that i made some like really great connections with people on the other side of the world that i literally have texted just about every day i introduced them to scott it was just a really wholesome experience for me and just that's why I tell people, and I really live by this, getting outside of your comfort zone will bring so many different positives to your life. I mean, from me breaking through the barrier or enhancing the breakthrough of being alone, and I know a lot of people have experienced that in their lives, to finding out new ways to eat, especially through culture or just enhancing your life through food or just really trying something new trying a new skill, doing something new. You never know what's going to happen to your life when you literally do something new, get uncomfortable, and just kind of change a little bit of the trajectory of your path and of your life. And I think because, we're going to use the word comfort again, I think because we do get so comfortable with everything in our lives and everything that we're doing, I think we just kind of in some ways settle and not really allow ourselves to really enjoy the full experience of what this world has to offer. You know, I was thinking to myself as I was traveling around the world and I'm every time I get near water, because water is so vast and it's so powerful, like it literally can destroy, it's so dense. I just think to myself for some reason, everything from the earth and everything that's created on this earth has come from the earth. Our food, our medicine, like think about the advancements, the technology, your phone or your computer or whatever, or whatever you're listening to this on right now, like this is made from the planet that we live on. And it was made by people getting uncomfortable and being able to learn and constantly like have failure success to be able to create this mic, to be able to create that screen, to be able to create something like an airplane to fly 500 miles an hour, 30,000 feet in the air across the biggest ocean in the world for me to get to another country to experience. Like, if you really put all of these things in a perspective, the only way we got to where we are today is by humanity becoming uncomfortable to try to make our lives more, I don't want to say more comfortable, but just to, to make our lives expand and grow. And so I will give you one little safety tip, though. If you're a woman and you're traveling alone, I mean, this pertains to men too, but I'm really, you know, I think this is my true crime. <laughs> I listen to a lot of true crime is coming out. If you're a woman that's traveling alone, safety is most important. So a couple tips that I have, because I'm always looking at that stuff when I travel and I'm just like, Oh, okay. Like if I have a friend, I wouldn't necessarily tell them to stay in this hotel because you kind of go have to go into a dark area before you go into whatever. But I would say, you know, always take something like Uber transportation and not taxis because Uber, somebody can track you all the time. I would say whatever your accommodations are, stay somewhere that's brightly lit when you walk outside and where you're going. You know, just constantly have someone, and me and Scott did this, it was actually really cute, but make sure you have either a friend or a family member or somebody. Like, I'm always sharing my location to the point where the first day I was at the beach and I was walking down the beach with my friend who I just met, you know, Scott sent me a screenshot. He's like, oh my gosh, this is so crazy because he went to the phone because we share a location and he saw my blue dot on the other side of the world. But I just think it's also a safety thing. Also, if you're traveling alone, 
even if it's like a last minute, you know, even if you're like me, you're like, I don't want an itinerary. I just want to go and explore and have fun. Always say, this is the restaurant I'm going to. Turn your location on. Give addresses. I just naturally do that with Scott so he can know where I'm at. And, you know, it generates conversation and it's fun. But like safety is literally the most important. I would probably avoid staying in hostels unless it's one that's, you know, a little bit more safe, but I would avoid that if you're traveling alone, especially if you're a female. I'm not saying that females are weak. There's some females that know jujitsu that could whoop my ass, but I'm just, you know, safety first. I'm going to do one next year. And yesterday, last night, I was actually talking to Scott. I was like, you're going on a solo trip. Like, you're going to, like, you have to do this. I was like, it'll be fine. Cause he's always like, well, I don't know. And like, I really like traveling with you and I don't know what I would want to do. And I'm like, you have to do it, you know. He loves to work. So I'm like, you might even stay in your hotel room and work a lot, but at least you won't have to worry about, you know, making sure the boys have their medicine or putting them to bed or just doing what you do in your normal life. You would just have like just a little bit of freedom and a little bit of space to just live in your own space. It's just a really great thing and really beneficial if you have the opportunity. So thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Make sure you leave us a five-star review because I know this podcast is lit. I would also love for you to go to at Trust and Believe Pod on Instagram and send us messages if you want me to cover topics. If you're like, Sean, I noticed you did this. Can you talk a little bit more about this subject? Because it helps me bring you more content that I know you want. Also, if you guys know anyone and you're like, oh, Sean, I would love to hear you have a conversation with this person because they have, you know, it could be about food. It could be about mental health. It could be about travel. It could be about relationships. If you know anyone, feel free to send us a message and introduce us to them. And uh, yeah, just always trust and believe in who you are.